Hey y'all, welcome back as we continue through the promised land in chapter 16, verse 1. The allotment for the descendants of Joseph extended from the Jordan River near Jericho east to the springs of Jericho through the wilderness and into the hill country of Bethel. From Bethel, that is Luz, it ran over to Atoroth in the territory of Archites. Then it descended westward to the territory of the Japhletites as far as the lower Beth Horon, then to Gezer, and over to the Mediterranean Sea. This was the homeland allocated to the families of Joseph's son, Manasseh, and Ephraim. The following territory was given to the clans of the tribes of Ephraim. The brown boundary of their homeland began at Adaroth Adar in the east, and from there it ran to the upper Beth Horon, then on to the Mediterranean Sea. From Michmethath on the north to the boundary curved eastward, past Tanath Shiloh to the east of the Genoa. From Genoa, it turned southward to Adarath and Naara, touched Jericho, and ended at the Jordan River. From Tapua, the boundary extended westward, following the Kana Ravine to the Mediterranean Sea. This is the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Ephraim. In addition, some towns with their surrounding villages in the territory allocated to the half-tribe of Manasseh were set aside for the tribe of Ephraim. They did not drive the Canaanites out of Gezer, however, so the people of Gezer lived as slaves among the people of Ephraim to this day. The next allotment of the land was given to the half-tribe of Manasseh. The descendants of Joseph's oldest son, Mekir, the firstborn son of Messiah, was the father of Gilead. Because his descendants were experienced soldiers, the regions of Gilead and Bethshan on the east side of the Jordan had already been given to them. So the allotment on the west side of the Jordan was for the remaining families within the clans of the tribe of Manasseh. Abiezer, Helek, Asriel, Shechem, Hefer, Shemida. These clans represented the male descendants of Manasseh, the son of Joseph. However, Zephlodad, the descendant of Hifer, the son of Gilead, son of Mekir, son of Manasseh, had no sons. He had only daughters, whose names were Mala, Noah, Hagla, Milka, and Tirzah. These women came to Eliezer as the priest, Joshua, son of Nun, and the Israelite leaders, and said, The Lord commanded Moses to give us grants of land along with the men of our tribe. He did. Remember, the, the women boldly approached and made the request, and God granted their request because he said, they are right, they deserve land. We'll continue on. So Joseph, or I'm sorry, so Joshua gave them a grant of land along with their uncles as the Lord had commanded. As a result, Manasseh's total alloco- allocation came to 10 parcels of land in addition to the land of Gilead and Bashan across the Jordan River because the female descendants of Manasseh received a grant of land along with the male descendants. The land of Gilead was given to the rest of the male descendants of Manasseh. The boundary of the tribe of Manasseh extended from the border of Asher to Michmethah near Shechem. Then the boundary went south from Michmethah to the settlement near the spring of Tapua. The land surrounding Tapua belonged to Manasseh. But the town of Tapua itself, on the border of Manasseh's territory, belonged to the t- tribe of Ephraim. From the spring of Tapua, the boundary of Manasseh followed the Kana Ravine to the Mediterranean Sea. Several towns south of the ravine were inside Manasseh's territory, but they were actually belonging to the tribe of Ephraim. In general, however, the land south of the ravine belonged to Ephraim, and the land north of the ravine belonged to Manasseh. 
Manasseh's boundary ran along the northern side of the ravine and ended at the Mediterranean Sea. North of, the, of Manasseh was the territory of Asher, and to the east was the territory of Issachar. The following towns within the territory of Issachar and Asher, however, were given to Manasseh, Bethshan, Ilbian, Dor, that is, Nephath-Dor, Endor, Ta'anik, Megiddo, and each with their own surrounding settlements. But the descendants of Manasseh were unable to occupy these towns because the Canaanites were determined to stay in that region. Later, however, when the Israelites became strong enough, they forced the Canaanites to work as slaves, but they did not drive them out of the land. The descendants of Joseph came to Joshua and asked, Why have you given us only one portion of land as our homeland, when the Lord has blessed us with so many people? Joshua replied, If there are so many of you, and if the hill country of Ephraim is not large enough for you, clear out the land for yourselves in the forest where the Perizzites and Raphites live. Saying, look guys, the land is ours. Go get it. Do it. You have to go and, and receive your blessing. It's not just going to fall upon you. We have to work for our blessings. Just like Ruth, she she worked the leftovers in the fields and then her blessing came. And she still kept, work, kept working. God does not support laziness, y'all. In verse 16, the descendants of Joseph responded, It's true that the hill country is not large enough for us, but all the Canaanites in the lowlands have iron chariots, both those in Bethshan and its surrounding settlements, and those in the valley of Jezreel. They are too strong for us. This sounds like whining and complaining. They have God. God said he was going to force out the people and give them this land. So they're letting fear hold their blessing back again. They're letting fear take control instead of running after the blessing that God promised them. In verse 17, Then Joshua said to the tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh, The descendants of Joseph, if Since you are so large and strong, you will be given more than one portion. The forests of the hill country will be yours as well. Clear as much of the land as you wish and take possession of its furthest corners. And you will drive out the Canaanites from the valleys too, even though they are strong and have iron clans. He's saying, if you want the blessing, go get it. Go work for it. Go take it. Don't let fear hold you back from your blessing. It's yours. Go get it. Get off your butts. Go get it. In chapter 18, verse 1. Now that the land was under the Israelite control, the entire community of Israel gathered at Shiloh and set up the tabernacle. But there remained seven tribes who had not yet been allotted their grants of land. Then Joshua asked them, How long are you going to wait before you take possession of the remaining land that the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has given you? Select three men from each tribe, and I will send them out to explore the land and map it out. They will then return to me with a written report of their proposed divisions of the new homeland. He's like, look, it's time to get out and start your life with God. It's time to take a possession of what God has given you and what he wants for you. It's time to get up and go. In verse 5, let them divide the land into seven sections, excluding Judah's territory in the south and Joseph's territory in the north. And when you record the seven divisions of the land and bring them to me, I will cast sacred lots in the presence of the Lord to assign the land to each tribe. The Levites, however, will not receive any allotment of land, for their role as priests of the Lord is their allotment. And the tribes of Gad, Reuben, and the half-tribe of Manasseh won't receive any more land, for they already have their grant of land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave them on the east side of the Jordan River. 
As the men started on their way to map out the land, Joshua commanded them, Go and explore the land and write a description of it. Then return to me, and I will assign the land to the tribes by casting sacred lots here in the presence of the Lord at Shiloh. He's saying the decisions will be made in the presence of the Lord and only in the presence of the Lord. The men did as they were told and mapped the entire territory into seven sections, listing the towns in each section. They made a written record and then returned to Joshua in the camp at Shiloh. And there at Shiloh, Joshua cast sacred lots in the presence of the Lord to determine which tribe should have each section. Again, in the presence of the Lord, every decision should be made. In verse 11, The first allotment of land went to the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. It lay between the territory assigned to the tribes of Judah and Joseph. The northern boundary of Benjamin's land began at the Jordan River, went north at the slope of Jericho, and then west through the hill country to the wilderness of beth Aven. From there, the boundary went south to Luz, that is Bethel, and proceeded down toward Adaroth-Adar on the hill that lies south of the lower beth Haran. The boundary then made a turn and swung south along the western edge of the hill facing beth Haran, ending at the village of Kiriath-Baal, that is Kiriath-Jerim, a town belonging to the tribe of Judah. This was the western boundary. The southern boundary began at the outskirts of Kiriath-Jerim, and from that western point it ran to the spring at the waters of Nephtoah, and down to the base at the, of the mountainsides beside the valley of Ben-Hanin, at the northern end of the valley of Rephaim. From there it went down the valley of Hinnon, crossing south of the slope where the Jebusites lived, and continued down to Enregol. From Enregol, the boundary proceeded in the northerly direction and came to Enshemesh, and on Gileleth, which is across from the slopes of Adumin. Then it went down to the stone of Bohan. Bohan was Reuben's son, and from there it passed along the north side of the slope, overlooking the Jordan Valley. The border then went down into the valley, ran past the north slope of Beth Haglan, and ended at the north bay of the Dead Sea, which is the southern end of the Jordan River. This was the southern boundary. The eastern boundary was the Jordan River. These were the boundaries of the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Benjamin, and these were the towns given to the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. Jericho, Beth Haglah, Emek Keziz, Beth Arabah, Zemarim, Bethel, Avim, Para, Ophrah, Kifar, Amani, Afni, and Giba, twelve towns with their surrounding villages, also Gibeon, Ramah, Be'erath, Mizpah, Kifirah, Mozah, Rakem, Irpil, Terelah, Zila, Hillelef, the Jebusite town that is Jerusalem, Gilbeath, Kiriath, Jeriam, fourteen towns and their surrounding villages. And this was the homeland allocated to the clans of the tribe of Benjamin. So that concludes chapter 18 with the continued division of the lands and fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham that they would be given the promised land of God. They are God is fulfilling that promise and they are getting their land as they move forward into God's plan for their lives. Thanks, y'all. We'll continue on next time with chapter 19. Have a great day.